I don't have one. You're on. You're good. You're good. <laughs> All right. Let me let me just try and I'm jump ready. in you do it. face first. Just smash it. Sporting Woods, here we are. Another fantastic episode. We're going to talk about the latest India versus Australia test. The first test is done, uh, but we are just beginning. I'm here with Luke, who is... Uh, don't facepalm me. This is... <laughs> How dare you? you? Made it like five seconds into the episode before you already give me grief. <laughs> Don't I get any I'm points sorry. for knowing which test? You almost, but you have to. I had a one in five <laughs> shot. <laughs> there's only four. There's four. <laughs> what? No, there's like okay, there's fine. four tests in this series. No, it's right. You're not an idiot. Are we actually going to have this in the podcast? Have you got the run? <laughs> cricket, cricket, cricket. Bats. Balls, 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 balls. And then make like a... Uh, welcome to the episode. Uh, we're going to chat about a lot of crickety things today. Yeah, yeah. Well, we finally got some actual stuff to talk about, which is always nice. Uh, now, did you actually get to see the matches, Luke? Now, look. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to incriminate myself here is what I'm going to do. So... No, I, I I watched I watched as much as I could, um, but I also work from home sometimes, and I worked from home Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday, Sunday, and then also Monday. So, <laughs> yeah, you don't want your work people. <laughs> I've been working at home, but didn't have a chance to watch the cricket that was on that, during the day. That is exactly what happened, Michael. Why yeah. did they pick you to work from home? I don't know. During, during cricket test. season. <laughs> It's an interesting decision, mate. Oh, man. Look, what happened was, I'll tell you how I worked it. This is how I did it. So, in the TV room, it was the TV, but I had it on mute. And then I would have the cricket score on my computer. And then when I saw, like, Australia take a wicket, I'd go have a look and see what the, what happened, right? So, when, you know, when Cummins uh, hit down that one stump and you know, got that run out, that I was able to, I went and watched that. So, I've watched bits and pieces on my lunch breaks. So I went and, they, and this is just in That's case still my a long from like have not seen it yes definitely definitely have been keeping a track of an eye especially on Saturday and Sunday and if my boss is listening I didn't watch it at all Thursday, Friday or Monday I mean just well it doesn't really matter because you're just a really good Luke Gold impersonator that is that is exactly what this is happening right now. Moving on, um, I watched a fair bit of this one at the end of the day, or at least Excellent. I kept I kept a good a good eye. Kept on your it. toes in the water. I did. I dipped. My little toesies got little wets. My, my tiny chubbies. <laughs> my little toe chubbies. Uh, I don't know what's going on. That's uh, wow. Let's just get into it. All right. So Australia uh, have have come up come up short against India in the first test uh, in Adelaide, losing by thirty one runs. Um, to be perfectly honest, that is far more flattering than it has any right to be. Australia deserved to lose by about 150 runs there. They had no right making any more than 200 runs, in my in my personal opinion. At one point, it looked like they weren't going to get out of day four. Uh, and then from a, a fighting uh, ditch effort from the from the bowling uh, department, it kept us in the hunt, but we were, we were never in the hunt. I know, obviously, we're down a couple of our star players. Yes, uh, again. So uh, not using that as an excuse. Mm, uh, <clears throat> Why do you think we struggled so much? Because, I mean, even if we didn't have those, if they never existed or were never on the team, sure. we'd still have to have a functioning team, surely. Yes. Okay, so uh, why do you think it all fell apart? Or why yeah, do you think cool. they got one on... Okay. So, so I think that they really did their homework really well. Um, and 
came up against an exceptionally inexperienced Australian batting team. So out of the top six batsmen, um, none of them have made more than two and a half thousand runs in Test cricket, which is a pretty like a, a you, if you make more than that, you're doing all right. So Usman Khawaja had the most at about twenty four fifty, I think. So he gave just under it, and then Sean Marsh at about twenty one. And you wouldn't, you couldn't say that either of them are established batsmen in that order. I mean, they're not the first two you would pick in the Australian team, right? So the batting is very. It's very weak. It's very young. It's very uh, inexperienced. It's not even young. It's just inexperienced. Um, and they exploited that. Um, I thought that India bowled really well. They've got a, a superb attack with a couple of guys that they are in the wings that didn't play. Um, a couple of other quicks that are really good as well. So they're going to have a lot to work with. And I think Australian... Uh, the, and uh, I, I just don't think we just... we. Our batsmen just didn't apply themselves as well as they could have, but that could have been through any number of reason, reasons. Trying too hard or not enough? Uh, probably trying too hard. Um, that sounds like us. Yeah, yeah, that, that's the Australian way. So India found themselves in the first innings. So when they batted first, they, they won the toss, they chose to bat. Um, they found themselves at four for 41, um, which is not good. Not good, <laughs> not good Michael. Good, we're learning. I, I was like, whoa. Yeah, not yeah. good. So, uh, and they found that way. That through, they were, kept pushing at the ball. They kept hitting, st- uh, putting the bat outside off stump uh, and, and sneaking it behind, you know, getting caught at first, second slip, um, which was incredible to watch because you're thinking, surely you would know after like the fourth time this has happened that this is going to happen. <laughs> and then I'm not sure which batsman it was, but one of them went for this big shot and it was just, and, and got caught and it was just outrageous. And you're like, Unbelievable that like India have come out here all this way and they're not learning from the mistakes. They're clearly trying to you know push the agenda, put Australia on the back foot, but it didn't work. And if it wasn't for Pajara, that with his one twenty eight, I think it was, um, then they don't they don't make a score. Uh, and the only reason they ended up getting Pajara out was late in the day when, as I said, Paddy Cummins threw the stumps down in the most outrageous of forms. He, he like ran in. It was a cheap single. He picked the ball up and like threw it all in one motion uh, and hit one stump. Like he had one stump to aim at. He was looking at it. From- oh no, I saw that. That yeah, was it's incredible. A, it's a spectacular yeah. feat of, uh, of agility. Surely, like at that level. Sorry to like derail. No, a bit, derail away. He must not even be thinking. No, yeah, yeah, like You're yeah, not yeah. catching that being like, oh, it's over, they've got to hit. It's just, that's just got to be like, bang. It's just instinct. So that's cool to see. Yeah, the same thing happened with Usman Khawaja, who took a blinder of a catch uh, as well in, it. I think it was Gully. Um, so there was a... The first day of the test, you had an excellent catch from Usman, you had an excellent run out from uh, Cummins, and you had an excellent century from uh, Pujara. They, they did a really... Th- those were like the highlights of the first day. What could uh, possibly go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? What could possibly go wrong was that everyone was there going, well, they've got 250 runs in Australia. Yeah, just you base a, a wicket's merit on both teams having a chance to bat. Uh, and everyone knows that Australian Australia's batting order at the moment is not in array, in array so it's in disarray. Uh, it's out of order. It is out of order. And they were even talking midway through the game, like, would you change the batting order for the second test or or even the second innings? Uh, bloody Michael Vaughan was talking about pushing uh, Finch back to six, I think he was. Yeah, it's interesting, but anyway. Um, so yeah, so that's so just the batting. The batting itself isn't isn't experienced enough, and we're missing. It's almost like we're missing two key players out of our team, and that's kind of through their own fault. My but, favorite. I mean, like even though we are surely. They knew that before they started playing this game. Yeah. And they should have 
What's the word I'm looking for? Like, anticipated that. Well, or yeah. made allowances for, like, oh, wait, normally no. we would have these well, two amazing batsmen. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, they would. And so you had batsmen who, in the first innings, went at the ball. Th- this might what's... be an unfair question. What do you think that they tried to do? I think you had... Like, what's the coach saying? Like, hey, guys, we're down two people. This is our plan going forward. Well, I think what you needed to do... Well, I'm not sure what the, what the coaching staff would say. JL is, is, a, is an excellent coach and, and an excellent opening batsman so you would hope that he'd be provided or he was an opening uh, excellent opening batsman you would hope that he was giving the information to the opening batsman to to try and you know help them but finch went for one outside off stump which he had no right to do and he chopped on really early it might have been the first over of the of the day i think and he got out for a duck um it was the first over the day he got out for a duck um and it just it just typified all of the things that he should have realised happened to the Indians. The first four wickets, they they were doing the exact same thing. He got an inside edge, they got outside edges, and it's frustrating because you're like, you could have left that ball, you know. Like, look at the the biggest one to look at was Sean Marsh in the first innings. He's two off six, I think it was, or something like that. Um, and the first ball back from uh from from the I think it was the drinks break. No, drinks or tea. Uh and he uh, Ravi Ashwin throws one outside off stump, real nice big loopy one, and he goes for it and he chops back on. It's just insane that someone would do that not you know, directly after knowing that you know, knowing that it's insane that someone would do something like that knowing that they're in stats. So Sean Marsh, for instance, has a horrible track record of getting out for le- for single digits, right? For the for the last six uh, matches or six innings, he's uh, he, before the last one he did, um, he he'd had six single digit scores in a row. Now that hasn't happened in an Australian batting uh, top batsman for uh, since eighteen eighty eight. Has uh, has a has a batsman gone six innings in a row, single digits since really? eighteen eighty eight. Right. <laughs> what have we been doing? That's a great question. Well, the reason why they stick with him is because. He, buddy, if he gets out of single digits, right, he gets a double. He actually averages 60, right? 59.88 or something if he gets out of single digits, right? So. But that's and, just. So that sounds like that's a. You've got to get in the zone sort of well, situation for him. Yeah. You know what he got in the second innings? He got 60 runs. Oh. He hit 60 runs. And you're like, shit, man. Like, you literally have. Like, that is part of who you are. So what does that tell you? For me, that says to, to Shaw Marsh that, one, he's an incredible batsman, but he just has to be patient when he first comes to the crease. Because if he can get out of that... Ricky Ponting was the same for towards the end of his career. If you just if they, if they got punter out of the ten, out of the, about 30, you lock him in for, a, for 100 every time. It wouldn't surprise you to find out that I'm not a sporting coach. You're kidding. I know. Huh. Um, but to me, that sounds like, yeah, training and conditioning. Like, if you can do it, you just got to figure out what the conditions are for you to be doing that so you can focus on doing that each time. Yeah. None of this like, oh, I've got to get out there and warm into it. And I know it's difficult when you're going up against like other players and whatnot, but mm. surely, if it's possible, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, as I was talking, I was like, well, he probably is obviously doing that. He's not like, oh, I'll just fucking see how it goes. I'm sure he's there like, okay, now I've got to do the things yeah. that... Well, that's that. David to the zone. David Warner used to say that. Like he'd come out and be like, oh, "I just play my natural game," and it always infuriates the shit out of me. And I'm wondering if that maybe is just his way of stopping like people actually knowing what his process is. That makes sense. Um, like he's keeping it a bit of under wraps. Whereas Marsh, all Marsh has to do is just not not go for that ball early in his innings because later in the innings, when I actually wrote down the number, give me a sec. 
All right, so I actually wrote down the, the stats here. So Marsh hit a, hit a beautiful cover drive um, off a similar ball that got him out in the first innings, right? In the second innings, he did it. It was 20... He was 20 or 50 at the time. Right, off 50. Not two from six, 20 from 50. So, and similar ball, but he middled it in the second innings and he chopped on in the first. So, tells you that once he gets his eye in... He's fine. He he will get there. It's got to be a mental thing. It is. It, Surely. It really is. So he's just got it. He's just got to like the bowlers are getting easier <laughs> further into the... Well, they they do. They do. They get, they tired. get tired. They sure. get tired. But uh, but even still, yeah, the the bowling, it's, it's all about getting your iron. So when that first... When you come back from tee for the first over back from tee and he puts a big loopy one outside off stomp, just put the bat back. Just go, no, not today. I'm not having that one. Drop bowl it again. Yeah, just had tea, thanks. Yeah, I'm full of I'm full of crumpets. No, thank you. You know, and that's that was what was so frustrating for me with um with Sean Marsh and and the batting in general. There was a lot of a lot of just insane shots that did not need to be played. There were some peaches, but most of it was just was just really frustrating to see occur. Um, but getting away from it, we'll go. We'll, You've been very uh, down on it. What what were your favourite bits? What were the highlights out of this? Uh- Mate, the, the highlights for me, number one was Pajara's innings, in both innings. Um, he, he's, he's a rare talent, um, had a, had a, you know, a good head on his shoulders. I just like the way, I, I like the way the Indians go about their cricket, to be perfectly honest. They are an incredibly good cricket team to watch. And, and I think at the moment, it's, I know that we've had that argument in the past, are they the best team in the world or not? I, I don't think there's an, a question that they are the best team in the world for me. I, I really do think that that they are, the full package across the board. Oh. The, the thing that makes it different for me is that they've got blokes in the batting order who, if everyone else has fallen around him, like King Coley got three and 31. So he, he missed out in this, in this game, but he had players around him that were able to pick up the, the slack and, and get the runs, you know, and that, that's something Which that we clearly don't. We don't moment. have that. There's, there's no, no, not happening in our team at the moment because the batting is inexperienced. It's a young, Inexperienced, and we had Marcus Harris on debut. He he batted well, over a hundred runs in his first first game. You can't you can't ask for much more than that. You know, it's pretty good. Um, but the mainstays, I mean, like Finch out cheap. Um, he, he got given out uh, on a on a on a, a wicket which the was found to you know come off his gloves, but it never came off his gloves, and he didn't review it. Ugh. You know, Pajara. Has uh, uh, won two reviews. Actually, um, they had a little. They they did a um a thing on the ABC radio about this one. Um, so Pajara on two occasions was given out, and then he reviewed it, and he was actually t- overturned. So both they, times or on both times, yeah. So they asked the question: How many times has a batsman got away with that in a game? Like how many times has a batsman you know gone? I want to review that and got it right. Like they're like surely three, and the answer was five. So wow. Mo and Al- yeah, Mo and Ali. This is another dumb, not particularly knowledgeable cricket question. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I know you only get a certain amount of reviews. If yes. you keep getting them right, does it just keep going? It does. Yes, it does. Brilliant. Yeah. So if you you don't lose the the the, the it's review, it's only if they review and it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. no, dude, you were wrong. Yeah, yeah exactly. That so makes yeah. sense. Good on you, cricket. Yeah. So Pajara Pajara used two, and and rightly so. They were both given out, but weren't. Um, but yeah, but uh, but he didn't. Uh, Finch, which was a really interesting call, but you know that's cricket at the end of the day. Um, so Pajara's innings were were incredible, um, and the Indian side themselves, I was uh, just is super impressive. Um, but on the, from an Australian perspective, 
you cannot dispute that Nathan Lyon, Nathan Lyon's position in the team or his contribution to the team. That is a man who absolutely dies for the baggy green and will literally do everything in his possession and power to do so. They were saying that he's been practicing his batting with his brother. So aside from all of his bowling stuff, he's actually been doing extra stuff with his batting and it showed because in both innings, he was he was not out. He finished the game. Like he didn't get out either, either innings. So, and that, and he's done that tons of times. Like he's, he's bloody, bloody good for those runs, you know? Um, on top of that, bowls, 50, 60 overs for the for the game. I think more, probably more. Uh, takes six for for uh, six for. I think it was for the uh, no eight. Yeah, it was eight. He took eight for 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 the inning uh, for the for the game, um, and and nearly made, nearly got the winning runs. You know, he made thirty eight and, and not out in the, in the second inning. So, I th- just Nathan Lyon is just such a treasure for for Australia to have. Um, in our conditions, you know, it's just he's something else and. Um, it's a real pleasure to watch him bowl. Um, Sorry. I'm so, oh, no, I'm so ill. No, you are. You are very sick. Um, yeah, yeah, today, this episode just didn't want to happen. No, it really didn't. The boys were supposed to come. They couldn't make it. No, <laughs> no I'm going to just... Oh, make- Michael. No, no, I'm not. Michael. No. I'll edit that gap out <laughs> and we'll just... God. Go on through. I want to talk about Nathan Lyon a little bit more. Okay. It's sounding like the man obviously just has a cricket brain. It's not because yes. he's faster, not because he's stronger... Um, it's just he's in the right place at the right time, making the right calls. Would, yeah, would he, you agree with that assessment? Or he's he's just I think he just lives for the game. Like he's got an awesome, you know, an awesome temperament for it. Um, you never hear about him. Do, he's never up to no good. He's well. Uh, other, <laughs> no, now I've just Sorry, remembered. I drove you straight into that call. Yeah, you sack. did. Oh, <laughs> Thank bad. you. Uh, let's uh, just apart- back out this way, Luke. Aside, <laughs> from, aside from all of his fucking issues we talked about last season, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I think that he's uh, you know he just he just lives for it. You know, <clears throat> he's, he's the best bowl off spinning bowler that Australia's ever had. Um, he's a handy number number ten um, to have in your team, um, and uh, you know from a batting perspective. And I just think he's just he just comes across as everything's about the cricket, and that's fantastic. Sweet. Um, from an Indian perspective, from their bowlers, um, I thought that their their bowling attack, like Bumrah, was was great. You can get over the fact that the guy's last name is Bumrah. Um, look at you. Look, hey, no, I got past Pujara. Uh, <laughs> personally, my dad used to work as a Pujara. <laughs> what did he do? Well, he'd collect poos and jars. Oh God. Well, it's not true, is it? No. Oh, okay, good. What? Just checking. I, I was like, what, that, what kind of a job is that? You just go around, pick up booze, put them in jars, seals them up and sends it to people's doors. Oh, okay, yeah, right. Poop in a jar. It's all getting cut. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the, the, the fast bowling from uh, from India was incredible. You had uh, Shami, you had Pujara, um Bumrah, they they bowled so well, um, and and especially Bumrah's action is is just absurd. He like jogs in, right? He doesn't like run in. He jogs in, or he starts at like a bit soft canter. The old Usain Bolt, yeah, and then off he goes, and he's just there, and he bowls one forties, one forty fives, and it's because he's got this wicked action with like flicks the wrist, and it, he's he's really good. He's a treasure. How long he survives as a Test bowler, I don't know with that action, but yeah, remains to be seen. But the days the spoils should have gone and. Off topic and really just showing my ignorance, uh, how badly uh, can a cricketer's arm get mucked up? Like you say, you know, can't do it at a professional level, but are we talking like, oh, great, now I can barely bend my elbow, or is oh, it just, you know... Yeah, look, I mean, arthritis is a hell of a drug. Um, 
Like they always talk about Glenn McGrath. Of course, it would I mean, be that. Yeah, it'd be arthritis and that sort of arthritis, stuff. Arthritis, and you might you might throw your arm out or your knees get you know, bunged up because you're putting oh, yeah, too much weight on them and type of stuff. Like we've said it before, Glenn McGrath had a perfect action. That's why he was able to play 130, 140 test matches, whereas your average fast bowler only played just 80, 90. Flings it. Well, yeah, it's just because, yeah, well, they, they, everyone has a different technique and have different ebbs and flows in your body. While we're here, we'll talk about it. Um, Mitchell Stark. You know, Mitchell's got to talk about the ebbs and flows of your body. Oh. <laughs> talk about okay, my I'm body. happy. I'm no. thrilled. Uh, so, Mitchell Stark is what I call my ebbs and flows. No. Uh, Starkey looked tired. Oh God, um, this is my Pujara. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, we did... We did all right. We made twenty-ish minutes. <laughs> Don't tell you call your butthole the pujara. That's not a thing, is it? I call my penis the pujara. Oh, that's even worse. Ah, um, butthole's the bumra. <laughs> this is not even funny. These are people's names, Luke. They can't help that. I've never heard them make fun of our names. There's an idea. What if we get them on the show and we just yeah, give them a me. list of yeah, roasts for us? <laughs> oh, my God. So, Mitchell Stark, uh, they went on a lot about how he looks tired. You know, is he feeling tired? Is he, uh, uh, he looked down. His, his speeds are down. He didn't look as explosive as he usually does. Um, at batting, he batted quite well, um, as well as you would expect. Your bloody number, was he nine to bat? Uh, to bat or... Eight or nine, I can't remember. But yeah, but they they reckon he was he was looking a little bit down. I think he'll get a lot more if he does play, and I think he will play uh, at the uh, at the Optus Stadium. They're saying that that wicket's a lot better, so he might get a lot out of that wicket. We'll see. But yeah, look before we get too much into the next game, I wanted to talk a bit about the disappointments of the of the days um, because there were a few just there were a bit bits and pieces throughout it. So chief disappointment being that. You had to work. Yeah, that was the chief absolute <laughs> numero uno that I wasn't able to just watch cricket all day. Sorry about that. Um, so the first one was mm, Sean Marsh. I've, I've talked a lot about Sean Marsh already uh, for all the previous reasons uh, is why I think that he's he was a level of disappointment. That first innings was why people can't stand him and his second innings is why he's in the team. So he's got to learn just to bottle that. And, and make sure that he's bringing that to every time he comes to play. What really annoyed me about the Australians in general, was batting anyway, was the starts that they tended to get. And it was things like um, the amount of times that they, they would, you know, start well and then get... I don't know. They were just looking, so, Usman Khawaja was 8 off 40 in the second innings before he went a big shot. You know, Hanscom was 14 off 42 before he went and, and did, you know, the big shot. And so that's the stuff you guys always talk about. You want... That sort of like just waiting for the perfect ball. Yeah, they were talking about like Kerry O'Keefe, who I will hold on. Game's five days long. What's your hurry? Exactly. So Skulls, they're going, um, they're getting dot ball fever, you know, like they, they tend to go for it and da da da. Is that because when they score it, they put a dot in, if they don't hit anything? If they don't hit anything, you put a dot. Is that why it's a dot ball? Yes. Hey, that's why it's me. called a dot. <laughs> I oh felt really God. proud to know that. Wow. But Luke's face was sort of like, I told him, like, oh, blue, like the sky. He's <laughs> like, y- yeah. Yeah, no, that is effectively what I'm running at the moment. <laughs> so he was talking about he was talking about the, the dot ball fever, and yeah, they, they, they tended to go all those runs and then try to, you know, throw, throw it at, you know, at the big shot in there and get caught. 
super unnecessary and even more made even made more frustrating that we only lost by 31 runs in the end because if they're out there making those ridiculous shots playing into those traps and then we lose by 31 runs we that's had it. so frustrating so for instance i saw a stat and this comes from sports bet on facebook so you know it is what it is but they were saying that the batting for Australia for the game was 24, their average of 24 for the batting side of things. And from the bowlers, it was 26.6. So the bowler, Australian bowlers actually out-batted the Australian batsmen, um, which is unfortunately something that the Australian bat- bowlers have had to do because we don't have... We don't have the trust in the top six that we used to. And we, we even brought a, th- a sixth batsman. We brought Hanscom in instead of Mitch Marsh, you know, in an attempt to shore up the batting, and it still didn't work, mm. you know. And that's that's a real worrying sign going forward. And it just goes to show, like, why you shouldn't fuck around with tape. That's the moral of the story. The sandpaper. This is back to sandpaper. Not even cheating. Well, <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't stay cheat. Away okay. from- just sandpaper in general. Uh, no, no. Why you shouldn't cheat? Because, because your team will will suffer. Like the Australian team will suffer, and that's what's happening right now. Yeah. So that's that's really frustrating, and a good lesson that hopefully Steve Smith and um, David Warner will learn. But I digress. Um, so it was the first time that Foxtel were given the reins on a Test match. Oh yeah, how'd it okay. go? So. Uh, ebbs and flows, ups and downs. You're a donator to Foxtel. You're a sponsor. I am. A sp- I am. I'm so, so disgusted. Especially because <laughs> Channel Seven. Don't, you're not that disgusted. I am fucking disgusted. Are you also thrilled. Well, I'm both. <laughs> but so Channel Seven have got that got it in HD. Foxtel doesn't. You have to pay more for it. What? So that, yeah, Foxtel's not in HD. Oh, number that's, yeah, one. Bad sign. I know. But I'll tell I mean, you what- they obviously already have the HD cameras there. They're obviously recording it in HD. Yeah, right? Yeah, it's like finding out... Like, when you told me about YouTube and, like, you get YouTube red and then you can watch videos, but you can turn your phone, like, off, like you can like, close the screen and that, then it keeps that's, playing. That's incredible. How much would you pay for a service like that? Fuck, nothing. Oh, okay, I see your problem. Oh, why? It's like 10 bucks a month that's or something. I was like, fuck, down. I'm not yeah, doing no, that. They cancelled it off Google Music and I was like, all right, well... Catch you later. What do you mean? Oh, the YouTube. Like, when you sign up, you don't also get YouTube red to oh, Google Music. fucked. Anyway, um, so the commentary commentary had its first go at uh, at, at channel uh, you know channel nines. I wouldn't now, even say walk, big walk, shoes. Walk to me fill. through the players of the commentators. Players was the wrong word to use there. Any other? Talk me through the word. players, the player haters. What's the scene? Set the stage. Uh, who are the commentators? Do well, you, you got know? you've got Shane Warne and Michael Vaughan. Um, you've got Adam Gilchrist. See, I uh, remember Kerry from O'Keefe, the, Ish, Ish Guma, the Channel Seven one, Harsha Bogle. I remember a common complaint was that the players would spend the time talking about, you know, the good old days. Oh, my God. Instead well, of actually talking what's going on. Mark Howard. It sounds like you just listed a lot of old cricket players. Yes. So they brought in Ish Ish Gumar, I think her name is. She's she's quite good. Um, I'm a big fan of Harsha Bogle. Uh, I love that no one knows how to pronounce his last name. They're like Bogle, Bogle, Bogle. How is it? Have, have you I've got it no idea. No. no, I couldn't tell you. But uh, it was always Harsha Bogle. I don't, I don't know. Um, but he he's by far my favorite. Um, what my 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 biggest issue? What do you like about him? I like that he talks about cricket, like <laughs> oh, actually is about that like, like a big bar insi- to jump yes, over. Yes, it is. If I have to hear another story from Kerry O'Keefe from nineteen eighty one tour where someone you know ate a pie, it just drives me absolutely up the wall. 
Skull Skull's great for his his, com- his cricket commentary. He seems to know quite a bit about that, but I can do without the dad jokes in between. I know what I'm saying is committing sacrilege. I understand that like Skull is a national treasure. Yeah, you realize what show you're on, right? Yeah, I'm on fucking Sporting Woods, and I say whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> it's fuck mostly you. dad jokes. Yeah, uh, that is true. And I'm not commentating on the fucking cricket. That's not my job. If I was if That's I was cricket. there, I would be talking about cricket. Like, and I know that the boys don't like Brendan Julian or Mark Howard, How- Howie Howard, but at least they talk about cricket. You know, at least because that's all Mark Howard has is to talk about the cricket right in front of him because he he doesn't have all that baggage. Well, I'm sure they see themselves there as personalities. Ugh, you know, yeah. like they want my imprint on it instead yeah. of like me explaining what's going on on the screen well they're missing the point home. completely yeah. Mark War if Mark War says one more thing about how we as the Australians need to do this or we need these runs to win or we and you're like fuck off Mark War <laughs> you're not there as an Australian you're a commentator called out Comment- Mark War <laughs> we'll be paying attention next test I fucking will it drives me nuts because you're right I mean me like because yeah you're exactly right he's meant to be objective and I understand that obviously oh there's a level know? of bias <laughs> obviously there's there obviously a level of bias but, but still if you're being paid to be the commentator yeah commentate Instead well the of- fact what really annoyed me the most was constantly hearing about how western australia um made 313 on the same wicket two weeks before against uh S- south australia um and how Shaw marsh led them to that victory in about 170 odd or something um, they would not shut up about about it as if this was going to be the thing that Australia is going to make these runs because, and they're forgetting quite conveniently that South Australia don't have Ravi Ashwin or Bumra or fucking Shami in their team to destroy the, the the batting of Australia and that's what happened. And you're like, fuck you. Like, stop, stop trying to sell this to people to keep watching this game of, of cricket. The people who want to watch it will watch it. And if they get the result, we get the result. If we don't, we don't. And it didn't happen, you know? But don't don't make it out like, oh, this is going to happen because of threat. They must have said it about 15 times. Like, honestly, it drove me nuts. But the one thing that... that oh, two things. The two things that the Foxtel guys did have that uh, I, I don't believe Channel 7 did, um, they did this really cool thing where they would hilariously uh, turn off the commentary mics and just listen to on the field. So you got a, f- a feel of what it was like out on the field. Isn't that good, though? It was fantastic. Yeah. So Pant, who's the, the keeper... Why in 2018, sorry for just yelling no, you're at right. you. That's okay, yell away. How come that isn't an option? Like, I can watch Netflix in several different languages. How come there's not an option on my TV to hit the green button for commentary and red button for no commentary? Oh, that's a great call. because no one would listen to the commentary, but still, I mean, like, so... Yeah, exactly. You're still you're selling the papers. In, yeah. Yeah, it's who cares whether you're talking or not. Great point, Michael. I, I want you to get on that. <laughs> if I had a nickel for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, Cricket Australia, you're on notice too. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, okay. So they did that. They they did like uh, overs at a time. And in one of them, so Pant, the, the keeper for India, he's a very chirpy guy. He was like chirping away the whole time. He was having a ball. It was really great actually to hear his bants because his bants was great. <laughs> at one point he was, he was paying out. I just realized that's why they don't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He'd probably get quite a few fines. Yeah, so but the, well, everyone knows the drill, drill now. No, you know Australia can't. Of Australia know where the line are now. We can't step over that line because of uh, there's no more I think in cricket. It's called a crease. But continue. <laughs> You're not allowed to step over the crease. <laughs> oh, don't act <laughs> like you fucking nailed it. Um, 
because it is no more like get ready for a broken a fucking broken arm a broken fucking arm yeah. that Michael Clark did to Jimmy Anderson right there's none of that because we know like because Australia now has to hold get ready for a stand. hell of a whoopsie daisy yeah <laughs> So Pan's behind there, and he's chirping away, doing things like, "What did he say?" He was like, "Oh, he's like Ashy. He's not. He's not putting away the. He's not putting away the bad balls now, mate." And it was like, "Is he paying out his own bowler as well?" <laughs> like he's bowling shit, and he's not even putting those away. And I was like, "This guy is hysterical." And then they did the whole over, and then at the end of the over, they actually ended up taking a wicket, so you got to watch it all sort of happen as it would on the field, um, which was really good. I, I was a big tick in my box for that. Uh, and the other thing that. Foxtel had over uh, Channel 7 and everyone was blowing up on Reddit about this. When Nathan Lyon, towards the end of the second innings of India, they, they, they were just throwing their wickets away. They were trying to make the runs, right? Which was a bit stupid, but anyway. Um, and Nathan Lyon actually ended up on a hack trick at one point. And Channel... Sorry, Foxtel has no ads during play right so you can just watch it constantly and they were able to we were able to watch the third ball like of the hat trick uh but channel seven played an ad between the second and the third ball uh and they ended up missing the hat trick ball because there was an ad being played at the same time and they came back and they were like oh it wasn't a wicket this was the first match that channel seven had the first test match yes oh i know not a good look no it is not a good look (laughs) how to get the entirety of People watches. off, yeah, off, yeah. off, yeah. Everyone was blowing up about it. So again, just to make sure I have this correct, uh, he was about to do a hat trick. Possibly, he was like, on a hat trick. If it was going to happen, it's going to happen now. And yeah. then they cut to an ad. Well, yeah, they cut to an ad straight after the second wicket, but they didn't come back in time from those ads to watch the actual ball being bowled. Yeah. Well, yeah, I can see why. You know, wicket up ad. Yeah, but on a hat trick just fucking stay there I'll tell you what else happened That's, yeah. I watched for some reason I switched over to channel 7 to watch the last few seconds of one of the I think it was day day 3 on the Saturday um, and when it actually finished they were like okay that's the end that's the last ball of the day that stumps alright good night, and they cut it like that like, like that that was it there was no post anything it just went straight and it was really jarring because you're like oh I still want to think about cricket here um, and on Foxtel obviously they, they had hours of, of post stuff um, you know ABC Radio was still going at like 9 o'clock last night they were still talking about cricket it was incredible so just Channel 7 I think have a long way to go as far as getting that right by the sounds of it um, but you've got to start somewhere this is a little factoid in the back of my head but my memory is that for the AFL, they're quite similar. I think a lot of people aren't huge fans of the coverage for similar reasons. Oh, really? So as much as I'd like to say, oh, they'll find their groove and they'll get into it or whatnot. <laughs> they won't? No. I mean, they're a TV channel. They're always going to show ads. They're always going to sell ad space. Oh, they're always going to, yeah. you know. That, and, and Channel 9 were no better. But I no, think they wouldn't sure. have missed a hat-trick ball. So anyway, it's just, it's a tiny little scrumming and uh, Well, you know. it's probably because all the people there have been recording the cricket for, what? 30 years or whatever. Yeah. So they would have been like, cut to an ad, and they would have been like, no. No. <laughs> uh, give me a second. You hold your horses, young yeah. man. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was that was, that was was an interesting one. So, um, and finally, what I wanted to talk about, I think I've already spoken about this one, so I'll, I'll make it quick, but the reliance on Nathan Lyon as a whole is something that Australia needs to fix. Um, we can't we can't keep putting it on this dude to bat and bowl uh, as much as he does. It's just too much uh, of, a, of an effort. Um, and if I hear a bad word said about him, I'll sock you. So, yeah. There you go. I'll fight someone in the street. Um, over okay. line. Um, but let's move. Citizens of Australia, you're on notice. Yeah. <laughs> 
We're just calling out everybody today. So, uh, moving forward, we go to our first, the first ever test uh, at Optus Stadium. So, oh, they normally played the oh. WACA. They've moved over from the WACA to the Optus Stadium, which is where, in Perth. Oh, okay, cool. It's in Perth. Um, what is cool about this, uh, first of all... It's at the Optus Stadium because we're going to get great coverage. Just going to let that marinate. Oh. <laughs> that was another cricket joke, wasn't it? How long is it going to marinate for? Just overnight or...? <laughs> okay, it's done. Okay, good. Yeah, I'll put that on the barbecue. Take it off now. Oh, good God. Is it a buttermilk <laughs> marinate? What is it? It was a... No, got nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you you yeah. caught me, all right? <laughs> I'm on notice. <laughs> there was no marinade. Uh, so the next test uh, is the first one that they're going to play in uh, in Optus Stadium, as I said. Uh, one of the cool things they did was because it's a new digital uh, signboard. Like we're, we're instead of the MCG, this is one that's going to be played at the 4Gs. No, Michael, <laughs> <laughs> we're not finishing this episode until I hit a good one. <laughs> that's right, we're all stuck here. All right, <laughs> don't you hit that pause button? <laughs> Skip fifteen seconds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, so sorry. The next test, Optus Stadium. The next test, Optus Stadium. Uh, they did a cool thing with the um, with the scoreboard uh, because it's a big digital one. But uh, they have put a. I don't know if they're going to do it for the test. They did it for the Shield game they played recently. Um, but the old Wacker uh, ground has a big scoreboard, and it's this beautiful, lovely old scoreboard. Oh, sorry, I misunderstood. So it is the Wacker. They've just like no, 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 no. They're, separate, complete, it's a separate, completely new, new stadium. So the Wacker had this gorgeous old scoreboard on it. They've moved. It hasn't been moved. It's staying there. Um, but at the Optus Stadium, they've got a digital one, and they have made a digital version of the exact same uh, scoreboard. Okay, can, and yeah. it looks, it looks pretty. Like you, from a distance, it looks like a big version of the old one, which is pretty. It's a nice little. It's a nice touch. It's a nice touch. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to do it for the game, but they really fucking should. So if they want any. Any like nods that would be the that's a cool nod, I feel. So, yeah, as I said before, with the new next test, uh, there's a couple of, of the Aussies a little bit in doubt, but I think they will play. So, Starkey look like he is a little down, but I think he will play. You have Tim Payne, uh, who had a finger injury, he's actually got like he, he got hit on the finger, and they reckon that a big digital one. No, 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 like a real, a real, it's a digit. Stop it. This I don't is know, why so I can't have you as I a know. full-time ho- no. guest host. <laughs> you can't have Trevor Marmalade co-hosting. <laughs> no, no, you can't. Fucking, yeah. No, you can't, Michael. So, so. I, I'm just going to put you in the dirt every second sentence while you're trying to talk about cricket. Oh I actually think we're probably going to do a lot better next test. What makes you uh, think that? For what it's worth. Because uh, from everything you've said and from the little bits I've read and seen, it sounds like it's mostly a mental thing. You're walking yep. into that knowing we don't have our best players. I might not be up for this. I'm new. Oh, my God. Um, but I think now that they've seen it and seen, yeah, if I don't play well, we're just going to get stomped. I think now there's a lot of hard soul-searching, yep. a lot of like, oh, well, what, what did I do wrong? What am I going to do differently? And they sure as shit won't be wanting to lose the next one anyway. Sure I mean, like, shit. obviously, they From never pride. would want to. Oops, sorry. Settle down, Luke. It's not me. It's not me, guys. <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, I, I I don't know that I want to go all the way and say that they'll win. Okay. You, you know what? I will. I will, Luke. You can't. 
Hey, I'm not. To do. I mate, I think you might be onto something. To be perfectly honest, I think I'm with you. I said that we'd get stomped in the first one. I yeah. did say that. Um, in the second one, I think they said with this new wicket, they're saying that it's is close to like the old school whacker pitches, which really bouncy. And yeah, we like those, don't we? We do. We do very well on it. So, Mitchy Stark might you might see might get a bit more pep out of it. You'll see Hazelwood bowl perfectly, but he'll get extra bounce, and you'll see Cummins pitch it up there real quick. Um, this with the Indian bowlers, it kind of negates Ashwin a little bit because of the spin, whereas Gary tends to get a bit more bounce. So you'll see, you'll, you'll see. I don't think you'll see the spin take nearly as much of a uh, uh, have much of an impact as it did in this test. Not that the Adelaide over was a bad wicket; it was a very good wicket to be perfectly honest. There was a bit in it for everybody. Um, I would say, as far as it'd be a good toss to lose because. You're putting the decision to you're going to bat or you're going to bowl on the other guy, and I think that's that'll be important. I'm not sure what I would do either. It depends on the wicket itself, but if it's a nice big bouncy pitch, you wouldn't you wouldn't mind testing, you know. But then again, you got to bat on it later. So yeah, I don't know. That's why I'm not a, uh, not a test captain. But something you will see is is some tired over uh, some tired bowlers. You got Ravi Ashwin who bowled 52 overs, I think, in the second innings, and he bowled 30 40 in the first. So. Ravi Ashwin and and the and the Indian bowlers have bowled a shed load of of overs. They really did bowl a lot, and so did the Australians. But they had the extra day off to bat. They bat on the fifth day, whereas they they bowled on the fifth day. Um, so you'll see a lot of tired bowlers. I don't think it'll be too much of a problem because Ravi won't bowl as much. I would think. I think they might go with four four pace, maybe four pace, three pace. Uh, you can't you can't not have Ashwin in your team. It's that simple. Same way as you can't you can't not have Lyon. Um, I still think Australia goes with three and one, so they'll probably go three and one as well, and we keep the batsmen. They probably don't change the order. To be perfectly honest, if they if they well, it worked it. so well last time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you just got to back them. I think at this stage you just got to back them. Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that we win this one. I think Sorry. our bowling. I think our bowling will will do will do will have a, a more of an impact in this game. Um, not to say they didn't have an impact on this one, because again that wicket was really good. Um, but I think that this one will be for them. So that's my prediction. Uh, obviously, my prediction of Sean Marsh batting at five and getting 171 did not come true. I Damn. thought while I was watching him bat in the did second. Did anybody innings, bat at five and get? No, no one, no one, yeah. no one did that. But uh, when he got to 60, when he got when he went past 50 in the second innings, I was there like, hello. <laughs> Hello, stranger. Could you perhaps, you know, could the prophecy become true? If if you had got that right, mm. you realise Cricket Australia would have you down in like a minority report. Yeah. Kiddie pool. <laughs> I would wires hooked up to your brain. Being like, sleep, Luke, sleep. <laughs> I was like, do you just feed me cricket? And like, yes. I'm like, I'll do it. I'll fucking do it. Yeah, yeah. Bob, bubbles yeah. coming out of the water. <laughs> uh, I'm going to need a Pujara. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah. I was gonna cut that out. <laughs> now it's stuck in there. I've got to, all right. I'm sorry. What, yeah. what's, what's his full name? Shateshwar. Well, our apologies to Shateshwar Pujara. Yeah, sorry, buddy. We're, we're making fun of you, but but yeah, you do well. Um, someone in the uh, Indian uh, batting squad that didn't do as well as they probably could have, or coming back was Rohit Sharma. Um, I thought Sharma didn't look at ease at all uh, in his in his performance, um, which was always a bit interesting because he's a real ODI batter um, and they've, they've put him into this into the, the test center because he's still a good batsman uh, but he didn't quite do as well as I think people thought Ishan Sharma bowled superbly just just an incredible bowler what can you say but yeah the, the spoils went to Shiteshwa Pujara he's just 
he really is the real deal in my eyes, um, and and I would I would happily have him at, in my team at three at the moment. Um, but it's come to that part of the, of the the podcast where we do a quiz. Oh, is now, it? I'm I'm pretty excited. <laughs> I'm pretty excited for this one. Now last I've I, last weekend how last could you possibly was... top the Nutbush City <laughs> Limit quiz? It's a great question, Michael. It's an excellent question because I mean those those were some of my is this final the fucking catch up song quiz. Got Macarena <laughs> questions there? No, I can't think of any other dance songs. It, it actually steps. <laughs> is it steps? <laughs> You're gonna hate this. This is a uh, well. For starters, um, I've I, I've heard from a preamble. To I had I've I've had uh, people comment about the, uh, the 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 quiz. Someone said, "Jesus, you had six months to think of a new a better quiz, and that was as good as a quiz as you could get." Uh, which is not not fair comment you know like yeah i should have done better than i did but you know that's i don't make the rules i just make the quizzes so michael this quiz is about cricket and music oh no not the nutbush <laughs> thank god <laughs> so those so if you'd have listened to day four of the test match uh on abc grandstand then you will know the answer to this this uh this question okay so michael did you listen to ABC Grandstand on Tuesday, on uh, Sunday at about midday? Is that the question I'd know the answer to? Because, <laughs> no. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> All right. <Yes. laughs> one from one. Sign it off. <laughs> All right, here we go. You ready? So, <laughs> what song did Mitchell Johnson sing in his head back to his mark when he played... In when, his head? Yeah, what song did he play to himself... To pump himself up to get back when he went back to his mark, when he bowled. Okay. Can I ask yes or no questions to get a clue? Uh, I'm going to get ABC. Was it an Australian? So, oh, 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 I get an ABC. ABC. You get ABC. All right. The first one Jackson is Jackson Five. A. Let it go from Frozen. B. Venga Bus is coming by the Venga Boys. Or C. My Hero by the Foo Fighters. Going back to his mark. Let it go is mm. pretty appropriate for a bowler. <laughs> I, I guess. Um, I feel like my gut says the Vanga Boys, but I also feel like that's a song that you just like. <laughs> I've thrown it in there. I do like all of these. I songs. don't think it's Let It Go, so I'm going to have to go see my hero by the Foo Fighters. Sure. Now here comes my hero. Oh, that's Watch really. Imagine. Uh, look, yes, yes. Let's do that. Michael, the answer was. A, let it go oh. from Frozen. He has uh, small daughters, or he had a, his daughter, and uh, that was like when he, so when he was going back to his mark, he would sing "Let It Go" in his head when he bowled. Yeah. Well, good for him. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Interesting facts. <laughs> All right, Michael. Yes, <laughs> you're, you're one from two so far. I'm going to give you the first one. In 2004, who rewrote the lyrics to and re-released? Come on, Aussie, come on. Oh, fuck. Was it A? Oh, that's right. I was forgetting the <laughs> I'm like, I swear I know this. Was it A, Thirsty Merc? B, Shannon Noll? Or C, Paul McDermott? As in Doug Orth and Anthony All-Stars. 2004. 2004. That's got to be a Thirsty Merc year. Come on, Aussie, I can't. I don't remember Paul oh. McDermott doing it. And... Shazza? Well, he was around. He certainly was around 
2004. What was when did they win? Like 2001. Yeah, 2001. Australian Idol. Yeah, yeah Shannon yeah. Noll. Um, well, he didn't win, but yeah. Oh, I mean, like, didn't he? I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Come on, Aldi, you're on notice. <laughs> um, so look, <laughs> I'm going to go thirsty Merc. The answer was B. Shannon. Oh, no. Oh, come oh, on. I know. <laughs> you sounded so strong. You were one from one, mate. How come I've never heard that song? Yeah, I, I would like to listen to that. It's probably awful. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. You're not wrong. It's been a long co- long time coming to silence all their drumming, to show them that it wasn't just a dream. You've beaten all the rest. You've proven the best. The best team to wear the baggy green pigeons pounding down like a machine dizzy's sca- scaring batsmen's looking mean gillies getting wickets punters getting pick- clearing pickets and warney's just the best we've ever seen you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna drop it here michael who's pigeon who's pigeon <laughs> like who to whom does who's this wick- pigeon belong to <laughs> no no I, I don't know uh pigeon uh give, give me the lines again please pigeons it's Pigeon, obviously a player, Pigeons right? pounding down like a machine. These are all Australian uh, test cricketers at the time, 2004. Pigeons pounding down like a machine. We've talked about this, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got nothing. Oh, my God. It was Glenn McGrath. Pigeon. Yeah, he had. it's it like he had legs like a pigeon. What? Like backwards knees? <laughs> Just like Fuck. skinny. It's skinny legs. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah like, like a pigeon. <laughs> We have people are listening to this. Like you've done this fucking quiz before. Yeah. That's what I said last episode. We're just gonna <laughs> hear stories we've already told Michael and he. <laughs> D- Dizzy's scaring batsman looking mean. Who was Dizzy? Come Gillespie. On, yes, yes. What was his first name? I'll, you know what? I'm gonna. Oh, unless you can give him for bonus points. <laughs> No, I want to say Jack, but oh, I'm pretty so sure close. we went to school with Jack Gillespie. Yeah, we and did. he's not an Australian <laughs> cricketer. We went to school with Jack Gillespie. No, his name was Jason Gillespie. Ah, uh, okay. Yes, he's uh, currently the BBL Adelaide Strikers coach. And they named him after the jazz player. N- well, yeah, yes. His nickname is after Dizzy Gillespie. Because he's got trumpet player arms. No, because his last name is Gillespie. Fuck. All right. Oh, yeah, I'm the... <laughs> Okay. Gilly's getting wicked. This show makes me so angry sometimes, Luke. <laughs> Who's Gilly? It's uh, Michael Gilchrist. No, what? <laughs> Adam Gilchrist. <laughs> Punter? Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> I hardly know her. Punter? Uh, Philip Hunter. No, it's Ricky Ponting. Of course. And, and Warney's just the best we've ever seen. <laughs> Shane Warnie. No, that one, Michael. Good work. All right. No, <laughs> you are terrible at this. All right. You've lost your first one. Were those one. the it's questions? Like, no. <laughs> oh, that was like sub-question to question two. <laughs> yes, it was. Christ. And you've lost the rights to the first yes answer. Oh, on the table now. Oh. You're back to zero from three. Fine, fine. Thirdly, this is the final I'm question. Get a review on that. No, you can't get a review. 10cc's dreadlock holiday here we go has not been covered by which one of these acts oh, terrible. is it a boney m b the bgs or c n-e-r-d like i don't remember it but i can imagine boney m doing a cover of that reggae sort of in their ballpark for sure 
Okay. Um, NERD's got me worried because I think it's probably them that haven't covered it, but that makes me think they did cover it. Um, and the middle one was BGs. BGs. See, oh, again. Oof. Ugh. Mm. I was walking down the <laughs> yeah, street. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, I think it sounds like it could be a Bee Gees song, but I can't imagine. I'm going to go to the Bee Gees. Ooh, I'm okay. so worried. Is, oh, man. The answer was B, the Bee Gees. Yes! Oh, got back. So, yeah, Boney M did one uh, back in, like, the 70s. Yeah, I'll get right 80s. on that. Uh, and NERD uh, did a cover-up for a recent Why? movie. Uh, for a movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll find out what the movie was again. I mean, I'm sure it's excellent. They're, they're great. Probably not. Let's be real, Michael. So, Boney M uh, had it on their 1985 album, I Dance. Uh, it was planned to be the third <laughs> single uh, in 86, but it was cancelled. Uh, oh. Don't know what to tell you about that. Uh, it was also covered by a band called Top Deck. That's and- such a slam on the song. Why wouldn't you just... Why even mention that? <laughs> I know, right? This song was not picked for a single. <laughs> it, do, 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 where was it? The song was covered by NERD on the soundtrack for Hotel Transylvania 3, Summer Vacation. I would never have guessed that. <laughs> I know. Even with a million clues. <laughs> I, know. Wow. I know, right? Where the fuck is Hotel Transylvania 3 getting that sort of dough? <laughs> Should we be hitting up NERD to do covers? I think so. But yeah. <laughs> There you go. So you rolled one from four. Well, after having it stolen off I, you, I'm a bit off my game today. Yeah, what clearly you are sick, and that is apparent. But yeah, that's uh, that's <sighs> the quiz for this week. Oh, fantastic! Oh, look, I do give you a hard time, but I do enjoy the quizzes. Ah, I wouldn't have it any other way. I think on that note, we wrap it up. Yeah, we're I think getting that's pretty close to the end. We've done our predictions. Yeah. No, well, the predictions are we going to win. Uh, hey, i got another question for you for next week. Hit me. I want an answer by next week. I want oh, you to have okay. a little think about Shit, it. Shit, homework. So. You were talking last week about how Foxtel taking over cricket sort of um, means less and less people have easy access to it. Correct. What ways, if you were in charge of Foxtel, would you try to include... How would you bring new people into the game? So you don't have to answer right now if you don't have, like, a fully fleshed out answer, but, like, you know, I'll ask you next week. I reckon I could have a bit of a crack. Um, So one way I would do it would be to force it back onto Cricket Australia. And that's what they've done. Well, at least that's what Cricket Australia are doing. So I was listening to ABC Cricket um, and they were talking to one of the higher ups at uh, Cricket Australia and he was pretty apparent. Like he was pretty, like he gave honest answers and it was all around what are we going to do to try and make the game, uh, you know, to help the game or, you know, that type of stuff. And he was saying we want to really put an emphasis on grassroots cricket and like try to make sure that we're touching every facet of cricket you know, down to the grassroots that we can as best as possible. So, yeah, if I was Foxtel, I would be leaning heavily on them doing it and then you just covering it. So it's a lazy option, but that wouldn't surprise me if that's their, their so first you just want, you want to get kids into playing cricket, indoctrinate them early. Well, one, yeah, and two... In 20 years' time. But you want to you want to make sure that you're... That not only are you indoctrinating kids early... Sounds bad, but whatever. It doesn't really work for soccer. Like, every kid plays soccer, but not all of them go on to follow it, you yeah, know, it, incredibly. Yeah. I don't know what point I'm different. making. Soccer's different. Soccer, or football's, oh, is a bit different. Sorry, everybody. Yeah, cool way I actually am. Yeah. Um, yeah. Football's a bit different. Like, I played football as a kid, and all I wanted to do was play cricket and rugby. Um, but rugby was too violent for my mum. But uh didn't stop me in the end, and then I... Got injured a whole bunch, but that's okay. That's rugby. Just wondering um, about your face. Yeah, that's that's what. The- <laughs> yeah, that's it. 
Uh, lucky this is an audio show. Yeah, yeah, people don't need to see this. We'd have to blur you out. <laughs> Good God! <laughs> anyway, that's us done for this episode of Sporting Woods, episode two of season nine. Uh, we are going to wrap up and we'll be back uh, before the next test. Uh, well, the, the, the oh, third after test? This next after this te- No, not before after the next the test next, or after the next Before the next test, test after this one. When the, when the hell are we dropping another episode? I don't know, in about a week's time. <laughs> Alright, I'll look forward to it. Balls, balls, <laughs> balls, 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 balls. And then make like a bye 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 bye. That's what you always say. I'm gonna hit the mic. Get the mic. I'm gonna hit the mic. Is that what you you do with your bum rah? Yeah. I'm going to hit the mic. <laughs> no, I hit the hay. Did I just get it out and go, hey? <laughs> Why did you make me turn the microphone back on for this? I wanted to turn the microphone on to direct everybody to Michael's masterpiece. Oh. That's currently... <laughs> hey. <laughs> Currently uh, trending on... You mean my sex video. You see, you know, we're talking about Michael's sex video. It's pretty sexy. <laughs> it is very sexy. So Michael did a video for uh, his uh, Works Christmas video competition. Is that... Yeah, the place I work at each year, they have a Christmas video competition. Yeah. <laughs> um, and every department's invited to make a Christmas video. Yeah. Uh, I... Yeah. Look, we I, definitely it is definitely not mandatory and I'm probably the only person that even gives half a damn about it. You gave I just so enjoy much it. you gave so much of a damn. I'm just so disappointed that you lost. It just makes it's an absolute scandal that you guys didn't, didn't win on that didn't one. Lose. So I definitely definitely felt like a winner. Yeah, I mean you should. It's an incredible video. It's just dis- it's just it's just this is just democracy, man. It's bullshit. The whole thing's fucking Look, bullshit. Man. I'm a white fucking heterosexual bullshit. male in 2018. Yeah, man. I was expecting it just to be given to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like what the fuck? You know, none of this democracy stuff. Where's my electoral college? <laughs> you know. Um, Fake news. Thank you, Luke. Yes, if if you if you for whatever reason want to check out. Uh, my real sexy Christmas video. Mate, it's it like is. a Barry White style. It's very sexy. The, yeah. It's definitely, yeah. I on threw that it line. up on the Brisbane subreddit. Yeah. Uh, if you're a person that reddits and can navigate to the Brisbane subreddit, you can probably just have a look for the Christmas video and you should see it. Yeah, so you you, you topped the bloke playing sax uh, in the, uh, on the Brisbane <laughs> reddits, I think, at one point. You were, you were training oh, quite yeah, high. Like, you know, I, I beat out a photo of a speed bump and a guy <laughs> uh, playing saxophone under a bridge. So I'm feeling pretty confident. You know, you don't have to call me a loser. Um, but no, a lot of people on Reddit said some very nice things. They did. Um, they did. And then I said some nice things. Please don't tell my work I've posted it online. Oh, yeah, keep that to yourself. <laughs> so, yeah, watch it. Don't tell anybody. Yeah. It's a new style of viral video I'm trying out. But <laughs> nobody watches it. Well, you watch it, but you don't tell anybody. That's it. That's the viral side Except of it. Except on our podcast. Yeah. We have a habit of doing this. You didn't this. hear this from us. No. No. Um, yeah, but I just wanted to make sure that that got across the, the line. Yeah. Uh, because I think that's important. Thank you for helping me out with that as well. Oh, that's all right. I just told you to put sleigh bells in. Yeah. But, I mean, like, when you see the videos, you'll see how much the sleigh bells oh. really fucking add to it. They do. That's not even a joke. It's, like, my favourite part of the video. Mm. Sleigh bells, baby. It's Christmas. Mm. Christmas. Mm. Christmas time. Anyway, that's all I wanted to bring back. Uh, you can turn the microphone off now, Mike. Hit the mic. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs>